The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Here we are. It's the afternoons with Josh and Ken. I'm Ken. That's Josh. Hey, Ken. You're dancing. You're a dancing fool. I like to stand and talk. And I also love to dance in this, you know. It, I'm so glad you like to stand. Yeah. Some people might be watching us on a test video I'm, I'm shooting. Which, <laughs> As I'm texting, dancing, yeah, well, talking. It's, it's like yes. old school schmoes. Yeah. Um, and the video, last time we tried to do a test of the episode with Owen and Mark Ellis, and then my camera died in the middle of it. Yeah, I noticed that. Was, yeah. the, was it a battery thing? Or were, we, battery were we just too on fire? We're on fire. We're burning up the yeah. heat of the camera. <laughs> All right, but we're doing a test here. So if you're listening in audio and and, uh, you you just go to my Patreon page and get a test of this video. But if you're on the Patreon page going, where's the video? It's because it didn't work (laughs) and I'm recording it right now. I like that you stand. (laughs) Do you? Because... I don't know if you heard this before. I used to be in radio. I, I, I didn't I'm, know I'm going to get a T-shirt so I, I just don't have to waste any more anyone's time anymore you, you saying it. You know what I do is I'm, I think for Christmas this yeah. year. Or yeah. when's your birthday? It's in a couple of weeks, yeah, right? You, you missed it. It's April 19th. No. Remember? You had you missed oh, the party. Oh, right. I did miss yeah. the party. I still yeah. feel bad about it. That's my bad. That's, it's okay. It wasn't your yeah. fault. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't. Yeah, but for my birthday In-laws. next year, maybe Christmas. Christmas. What are you, you going to get? Maybe, maybe just an Arbor Day present for you. I love I'm going to go on Custom Ink. I'm going to go on the Google Images, find a K-Bear 95 shirt. Ooh. Uh, and find it and then make it into a comfortable shirt for That's Ken. That's a great idea. Yeah. I have a bumper sticker. I'll send you a picture. Boom. Uh, easy. We'll scan it done in. Done and done. It's I easy. love that there. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick of saying it myself. Okay. But when I was in radio, yeah. we stood for most of the time. You don't stand, you don't sit. Well, it's it, one, you're, you feel like when you sit for that long, you just get tired. Right. And your voice isn't as uh, oh, on. Diaphragm. Right. A whole diaphragm oh, opening. And diaphragm. also get, get your steps in a little bit. <laughs> get you. But it, it also like it standing gets an energy. It's yeah, it an does. energy. It yeah. does. And I think, yeah. and we sat last week because we, we had four people here. Yeah, it's tough. But maybe next time we'll make Ellis stand. Okay. So I don't know if Ellis will come on the show if we make him stand, though. No, he's not. He's a big sit guy. <laughs> he's a sitter. Yeah, he's a big he's sitter. He's a sitter. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to America, Josh. Thanks. Thanks, Ken. Uh, first time in Mexico. Yeah. I, I realized that it wasn't my first time in Mexico, but it was my first time crossing the Mexican border mm-hmm. because I had gone to ca- I had gone to uh, a Mexican shore town on a cruise. Oh. So when you're on the cruise, you just go into the port city. Yeah. You, have, you don't even have to show your passport. The you, passport's already been in. It's international in through, waters. You came in through pirate waters. Correct. Wow. Correct. So yeah. first time you did the whole thing. We you drove did through San Diego, headed south. No, no, no. We flew. You, oh, we yeah, you were in the Cabo. airport. You yeah. flew to Cabo. Dude, it's a two-hour flight. It almost feels like the flight to Vegas, a place that you were just I was, you yeah. were just visiting. Uh, you, you jump on the plane. It's a little over two hours, but those two hours fly by. Yeah. You have a couple drinks. Oh, that's a nothing in Mexico. flight. Yeah, that's huh. a nothing flight. It was fantastic. By the time, it's like 30 minutes to get to your height. That's not science. Yes. And like 30 minutes to land almost. Yeah. Yeah. You're an hour in the air. Once you're up there, it's yeah. so fast. You know you're on a quick flight when yeah. the stewardess, the flight attendants have trouble with that uh, word. It's, yeah, the waitress know. in the sky is the replacement Co- song used to say. Correct. That's not correct That's either. not a correct anymore. Uh, the, if you know it's a short flight when the flight attendants only come around once and then they collect trash. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, here's your drink, collect trash. Yes. We're going on a descent. Uh, we, we are on a descent into correct. madness. <laughs> so your first time in, uh, first time in Mexico. Mexico proper. Going through uh, customs, relatively easy. Yes. You know you know what my problem is, Ken? And, and Amanda... Uh, the it, one problem? Well, I have yeah. many problems. I, I don't know if you know this, Ken, but I wasn't in radio. Um, <laughs> you should have been. <laughs> and you should be. <laughs> we'll be on radio. We're going to be... This show's yeah. going to be on radio. Uh-huh. Um, is that I make small talk with everybody. You you're know the, this about me. You're the me. best at it. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, and I like to talk to anybody and everybody. TSA agents, gate agents, yeah. flight attendants. It doesn't matter. I like to say hello and I just, you know, how's yeah. your day going, whatever. Be nice. I will say this. As yeah. far as people in airports go, right. the custom agent is the least likely to talk to you. Yeah. Mexico, they were pretty nice. I said to the guy, I said, you know what? You, the the uniforms they make you wear here in Mexico are way more flattering than the ones they make the uh, the customs agent wear in the states. Like the bright blue, right? Yeah, it's a bright blue, the royal blue, uh, and it's like you know they kind of look like yeah. really cheesy Halloween costumes yes. of a TSA agent. Yeah. Mexico, they've got these really nice uniforms with like a barely a color on them, and they it's they huh. look like they should they are official. They yeah. look official. Your respect level a little different. Do you remember the Simpsons episode when Homer took over the trash? 
when it's he one of my all time favorite episodes. Right when the golf course explodes, trash. Yes, Steve and Martin's in Steve it. Steve Martin is yeah. in it. One uh, of my, uh, that's a, yes, one of my favorite episodes. moments. Yeah, you did this to yourself. Goodbye. And Steve <laughs> Martin walks off the stage. <laughs> Remember how he dressed the garbage men yes. and like those frilly like Captain and Tennille outfits. Yes, that's how I feel about the TSA agents. Oh yeah, gotcha. Versus what we had in Mexico. Right. Yeah. They were actually really nice, willing to talk. Got back to the States, the, T- the uh, customs agent. I was right. like, how's your day going? He's like, good. What did you go to Mexico for? I was like, vacation? It was fantastic. He's like, I don't care. Legitimately <laughs> said, I don't care. And man, it's like, stop talking to people. Because you go to these all-inclusive resorts, yeah. and everybody's American. There's not right, like right, one right. person there that is, I mean, we heard one British accent. Uh, but for the most part, it was a bunch of Americans. A bunch of Utah people. Yeah. Tons. A lot of right? Aspen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody is from, I mean, a yeah. lot of South, a lot, oh, okay. lot of Texas. Gotcha. A uh, lot of, um, uh, like, Northeast, like Maine, Vermont yeah. kind of people coming down yeah. to Cabo. A lot of West Coast people, too. So, like, Seattle, Washington, that kind of stuff. Good stuff. Uh, but every time we were talking to somebody, like, where are you from? Great. Awesome. You love it? And a man was like, stop making friends. Stop. Just, what? this is our vacation. I don't want, and, but I will say this, Ken, yeah. in, in typical form, mm-hmm. I made enough friends to get invited to a wedding. This is great. Yeah. Uh, we met him in the hot tub on uh, the Thursday night. Okay. One of the hot tubs was adult, and it's on like the, the fourth floor. Wait, what? Like adult, like where it stays open later than eight o'clock, and no oh, kids I are allowed. Oh, I thought party was going to no, end up different. Naked, no yeah. swinging, okay. no nothing. You know my wife. What she's if, not into that. What if you were the one guy who was like, you show up, and you just got a towel and some dreams, and you're like, adult hot? Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm here for the gangbang? It's about the hour. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Todd Phillips in, uh, in uh, yeah. old school. So uh, we're, we were hanging out in the hot tub, and- yeah. Uh, one of the girls, she was gorgeous. Uh, um, she was sitting in the hot tub, and then she got out, and she only had one leg. And, oh, okay. she, and I didn't notice, but she had her her prosthetic sitting on the edge of the hot tub. And so we start talking, and I was like, oh, I was like, I didn't notice. She's like, yeah, I lost it in the war. And she was like, wow. we're all here for a wedding. I was like, oh, that's amazing. Oh, amazing, yeah. And she's like, yeah, the, 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 the couple's coming in in about an hour. Right. Uh, we're going to get rowdy in the hot tub. We're going to be rowdy here all weekend. I was like, oh, I love weddings. I was like, we just got married. My, and Manna starts talking about our wedding. Oh, and yeah. like, you guys should totally crash it. And I was like, definitely. We'll definitely, definitely totally crash the wedding. So then the, the couple comes. We become friends with these people to the right. point where we're walking by the pool and you hear like Josh <laughs> yes like yelling my name that usually follows you wherever you go yeah right be in Panera Makuga <laughs> broccoli cheddar yeah woo <laughs> So uh, Saturday night rolls around. We we yeah. watched their wedding. Yeah, uh, you know from from we didn't actually sit in the crowd. Oh, during the okay, wedding. you just we like didn't sit for the ceremony. But like from location. a strategic location, we watched yeah. it as they were walking out. They both they, they both waved to us as they're doing the aisle. Yeah, as they're yeah. as they're leading, we're we're clapping and whistling. Yeah, and they're, like, yeah. and they're and they're well, you know whatever. I had the bridal party's waving at us. Whatever. It's, it's like a, a baseball player when he gets pulled out of the game and he yes. waves to his wife. Yeah. Points at her. Yeah. I did yeah. it, honey. I yeah. made it. I pitched a shutout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Two shutout innings. Yeah, I was yeah. the middleman. Yeah. Uh, so Rachel Griffiths is in the crowd from <laughs> The Rookie. Uh, yes. Dennis Quaid walks off. Good move. Great movie. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, they, they start doing the reception and Amanda's like, well, you know, we made reservations at this restaurant, whatever. So we went up, got changed, came back downstairs. The wedding is going full force. We listened to the speeches and then the dancing starts and our dinner oh, ends. So we're walking down the stairs and they're like, get over here. Get over. So we just we were there you for the reception for like an hour and a half. And oh, like hung out at the bar, met yeah. the parents. The parents loved like the the dad was dancing with Amanda. We got in like <laughs> the circles dancing. We got to know these this people. Is, hung is, out with them all night. Next day, yeah. they're like, "Why don't you guys come deep sea fishing with us?" Like, nah, yeah, we don't do the deep sea fishing. Yeah, yeah. We're good. Hung out at the swim up pool with them the whole next day. Like, they, it would, dude, mm. all all military, all yeah. in the air force. Uh, <laughs> thank you for your service, Colin and um, Rachel. Wow, yeah. this is quintessential Josh McCougan. <laughs> this is quintessential what you're about. Yeah, everywhere you go, you got a likability factor, and you're not afraid to, to let it shine. Thanks, Ken. You know, I where I tr- so I try to do what you do, uh-huh. like because uh, you know, haven't been in the security industry for a while, so it's like I'll go to TSA and be like. Good morning. How are you? Right. And and I get it. They've been so probably yelled at so much. Oh. They're just like, come in, come out, get out right. of here, get out of here. Yeah. But I, I try to do. But but even have then, a, ni- a, a simple have a nice have day a nice day goes a long way. Yeah, something have like a that. good one. Um, I uh, but I don't have the magnetism you do, <laughs> and I think people come out of the woodwork to be like, dude, yeah, <laughs> let's go. It's it, there. You want to go deep sea fishing? <laughs> 
You got it. Let's do it. I'm gonna catch some squid. It was, it was Ken. It was one of these resorts too, yeah. where everything was taken care of. All the food wow. and drinks you just prepaid, and it was, and you could just drink your till your heart's content and eat till your heart. Could. We were, we went to a swim up sushi bar, right? Uh, right. You know, uh, it, all the Mexican food you could eat, anything that you wanted at this that, place, it was taken care of. It sounds, and it was gorgeous. It sounds absolutely uh, wonderful. Did you do this trip before? Like, uh, you lost your job? Did you plan this? Uh, well, we kind of got lucky enough that Amanda um, mm-hmm. won it through work. Oh. She, she got, and she, I, I'm sure, you know, as you followed us on social media, there was a lot of pictures of solo Amanda. Yes. Uh, so she won it through work, and right. um, they, I'm not sure exactly what the caveats were, but she had to take a bunch of Instagram pictures for work with certain new pieces of clothing. Almost as if it was sponsored. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. A sponsored-ish vacation in the sense of she's got to take a bunch of pictures and she's got to post a bunch of muumuu and she's got to post pictures with us and just her and certain gotcha. things for new clothes that are coming out because, you know, they have a lot of pictures with models for their yeah. site. And Amanda's gorgeous. I mean, yeah. Uh, and, and But they also want like... The I feel n- weird saying that to a friend about his wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your wife's pretty. Like, like you're just like good, good job. You. She looks good in it. Yeah, it's like whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. But so, but she also has like a very girl next door look. Yeah, and so they want some of that too. They want their employees. They want people that like the clothes and and yada yada yada. But I will say again, there were yeah. some husbands of Instagram moments where I Re- oh, just, where you just like off. You know, yeah. taking you, you 90 know, pictures and she doesn't like one of them. Your wife to me is like, she was an American ding, girl. Ding, ding, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so right. your Instagram husband off in the corner. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I was free falling, if you will. Okay. Free falling. <laughs> I was uh, into the great wide open. <laughs> yeah, maybe oh, a touch. A I was learning to fly. Learning really, to fly. I really oh, was learning to fly. Song. God. Tom Petty, rest in peace. Tom so Petty. I, Have I, you I seen did, him live? Uh, did I get a chance to see him? I did not. Mm. Did not before he passed away. No, I did not. Um, I What you're describing this trip is what I want out of 7-Eleven. Yes. I want to be able to go, oh, just down here at 7-Eleven and enjoying some new uh, electrolyte but, drinks. But I feel but I feel like, Ken, yeah. the, the way that you've become accustomed and, and incorporated right. with 7-Eleven, right. you should be able to have a gold member card. That you At pay, 7-Eleven? Yeah, that every year you pay, like, let's just say it's yes. $200. Yes. You have already paid for your $200 by March of that year. Right. And then the rest of the year, you just swipe your gold card. And yes, there are, listen, there are certain limitations to the gold card. You can't walk in there and take all of the beer. Right. But, like, I feel like if your tab is under 50 bucks with the gold card yeah. at 7-Eleven, you're fine. I'm good to go. Right. Right. I think you should have a gold membership to 7-Eleven. I'm saving tweets from when people tweet to me. You know what, Ken? You joke about 7-Eleven, but I went there the other day, and there was like an Asiago uh, chicken sandwich I had. I don't know if that's a real thing. Um, Could and, be. And uh, I, 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 I look at 7-Eleven in a new light. I'm like, screenshot. Yes. I'm going to put make a portfolio. 7-Eleven, I want sponsored The posts. Ken Napsock dream. Yeah, it's, a, it's but, Ken, but you Ken had Napsack. it in Mexico. We did. Uh, and, I, dude, this place is called Playa Grande. It's in Cabo San Lucas. <laughs> I'm I'm I'm, pitch, I'm pitching now. Yeah. Uh, Playa Grande, Cabo San Lucas. Food was incredible. Yeah, the service and the staff were amazing. Anything you wanted, taken right. care of. It was just fantastic. Playa Grande. Playa Grande in sound, Cabo San Lucas sounds like sounds like one of those uh, uh, like building pl- in the valley planned uh, communities outside Santa Clarita. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's basically the planned community in Arrested Development. Yeah, it's like Playa yeah. Grande me, phase two. Me and the second wife just moved into Playa Grande. We mm-hmm. got a we got a four mm-hmm. bedroom. Yeah, we're up great. there. Uh, we're seven car garage. We're up there on Playa Grande. Uh, you know, we're up there on Playa Grande Court. Yeah. <laughs> so there's Playa Grande Main, but then yeah. we're in Playa. Oh Grande yeah, Court. does that branch off from uh, Cherry Blossom Street? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Oh great. Yeah. And you're gonna yeah. be in Villa Playa, right. which is down below. Low Playa yeah, Grande. is and that is that? It's right near the shopping complex. It has the Fridays, the Ruby Tuesdays, and the Walmart Superstore. Correct. Right? Gotcha. It's not the same one as the Chili's, Target, uh, oh, Coco's. Yeah, I make that mistake yeah. often there. But they, they do have the subway in both. Though. They both have the subway. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely, yeah. man. Uh, that that. Well, I'm glad you had a great time. Thanks, man. Yeah, glad you're back. Yeah. I worry about traveling abroad. Um, I know. It's well, there weird was a shooting times. in Cabo when I was there. Weird times. We didn't leave the resort. Oh, I'm hearing weird things about Cabo, but yeah. I, you know, I say that like an old grandfather mm-hmm. was like, "I saw that there's some trouble." Now I don't want to be kids that. I don't want to be your that. Cabos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I do have a little fear of traveling yeah. abroad. I want to get to London, but I'm like, eh, you know, right? Maybe we'll wait to 
Uh, See, Jesus returned to bring <laughs> peace to the earth. I think you'd love London. I think you'd love Ireland and Scotland. I think yeah. those are, are really oh, uh, I'm dying amazing to go. places. Dying to go. Yeah. Um, I don't have a passport yet. I've started, Ever? Uh, no. My family, we didn't travel much, so I didn't have the need for it, right? Um, then it's several, I'm like, ooh. So I've got it. I've got the, I've Did got you ever start. go to Canada? No. No, I'm not allowed in Canada. Um, was it your love of maple syrup? Yeah, you, that's what it you is. When you were running that maple syrup yeah. syndicate? It was like, you have yeah. too many episodes of Kids in the Hall memorized. Got it. Um, no, so I, a couple times in the last couple of years, I'm mm-hmm. like, i got to get this started. This sure. is, what if I need to get out of the country quick? Yeah. You know? Um, so I started, I get the paperwork. Okay. And then I moved. Right. I, I don't know where the paperwork is. Okay. So the government might come looking for me. Gotcha. So I'm fascinated, though, by you and your wife, you posted your pictures on the <laughs> way back in. What is that about? Uh, so they just, I, the last time, obviously, for our honeymoon, we traveled out of the country, right. and I posted a picture of what I look like, and I was more like, like if you can see me on the camera, sure. I was kind of like sure. scrunching my face, looking like real disheveled. Right. This one, it was like, oh my god, they let me in the country, kind of thing. Yeah. And I was, I always try and do it as a joke. Amanda smiles. She doesn't want. Amanda doesn't like to tip the scales, Ken, if you will. You know what I mean? She was an American girl. And then her husband just like walks into Danzig, yeah. like mother, burn a barrel, tell you the truth, not to look my way. Yeah. Um, and so. That I always thought it'd be funny if, uh, you know, I take the, the, the passport picture. So what you do is you scan your passport in this thing, and then it takes a picture, and then they basically match your picture to your passport. Okay. Like, it's not like a Leo DiCaprio, catch me if you can Correct. situation. Like, they you need the backup it, thing. It, right? It, right. So you scan it, they take a picture of you, and then they, the people look, oh, there's a picture, there's the passport, let's match together, tell me what the purpose of your visit was for. Do you ever feel like you're lying, even though you're not? They're like, oh, I went to a resort. Gosh, <laughs> I gun run. I gun run. Well, the, the girl at the airport's like, Have, has anybody touched your luggage outside you? I was like, well, like a bellman. Did you know this bellman? No. We were at a hotel. Do you think this bellman? And I was like, I mean, I was like, just say no. And I was like, oh, you're right. I'm an idiot. I blacked out. I got real nervous. Uh, everything was fine. But you, you, get to the, right. you get back to the States and they're like, did you buy anything when you were over there? And I was like, food. Like, did right. you bring any of the food back? No. No. Are you sure? Yes. You just pull out, I, I brought this burrito. It's like <laughs> dripping. <laughs> There's a Chipotle at the border. That's where I got it. Um, so I got like real nervous. And then yeah. he didn't say anything about my picture. He's just like, all right, see you later. See you and I was later. like, you didn't, you didn't, I, took, I, I, I made a funny picture. I, oh, oh. Man. But they have a serious job, you know? I mean, they're I, well, protecting look, our borders, and I understand it. I get it. And Think, I thank them for their service. Things happen. Things happen. I get it. But, yeah, I saw your pictures, and I saw another one of our former colleagues was traveling abroad, okay. uh, Frank. Uh, yes. Frank, and he had the same thing. He oh, put man. His picture. He, he looked. He looked. He's a rock star. Yeah. He's yeah. like Frank Zappa uh-huh. uh, meets Johnny Depp or something. <laughs> as a pirate. Um, but the pictures, I was amazed. because it going. You it, were building the character yeah, there. It was like they. your pictures and his are the same. They're these, like, dot matrix looking like yes. if someone hey i went to the county fair and josh i got you a picture of yourself and it like you're like i'm not even gonna frame that it's from an apple 2 gs yeah, yeah. printer <laughs> bad art <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't know about that it was um you remember uh we've taken them together the mm-hmm. you know the photo booth pictures yes they can have a tendency to look not great right these look 400 times worse and that's what the picture camera at oh. our our National at our border, our right. customs in Los Angeles Air, International Airport. This isn't like Omaha International Airport or even res- Chicago. I'll do respect to Omaha and the fine people of Omaha. <laughs> Omaha I apologize. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but I know what you mean. You, like, know you want state of the art technology. Correct. Not, I mean, I understand that they have to print it out right away, in, yeah. but could it be color? Cam- I'm telling you, cameras aren't. The, like what they're cut out to be on the security level. Apparently, yeah. I Jesus. love. I finally caught up with Barry. Oh. I'm, I'm caught up on Barry. And there's a moment where they have a camera, and they're like, oh, "Can we can we zoom it in? Can we can we fix it?" And and the detective's like, "That's not a thing." Right. It only existed in movies yeah. and TV. And I love that because yeah. I'm sure finally somebody said it in yeah, a show. There's like high level stuff that I'm sure the satellite satellites right now can see through my apartment ceiling right. and count the follicles that are disappearing on my head. <laughs> but there's a, a middle ground. Yeah. It's like either you're a quarterback for the NFL or you're the water boy. There's nothing in between no, when it 100%. comes to security CCTV footage. Right. You used to deal with that all the time with the old job. Well, that's the thing. I think 
is because the footage is so crappy, you can run it for longer. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. If there's one thing I've learned in production all these years, Ken. <laughs> it's that better quality footage is higher. Yes. Thing. Oh, we have it. You know. Yeah, we have the at the mall. We'd have these big fancy computer systems. Yeah. When I first got there, we had VCRs. We had tape changed three okay. times a day. You had a okay. hundred VCR VHS tapes to change out three t- three times a day. It was like a duty. It's like oh. Bob, Bob's on tape change, and it was like a punishment. Where would you keep all of these? We tapes? had we had racks, and we just racked big tall racks. Shit. So eventually, technology got better, right? right of course. Say, but you're right. So people it's walk gotta, in. We got to store it somewhere, Ken. Hey, but someone keyed my car, probably because you were an a hole who blocked them, and you <laughs> deserved it. But whatever, we have to act like you're the ba- victim here. Okay, <laughs> sir, how can we help you? Someone keyed my car. I'm, I'm, I know exactly where I am, and we'd bring it up, and it'd be this vague shot of a parking structure. Yes. Uh, second level or something with the shadows, by the way. Like the yeah. uh, Sasquatch walking. Sasquatch walking. And he's like, oh, there's my car right there. All right, cool. You got a, an Escalade. You probably key it too, okay. but cool. Um, <laughs> can you zoom in? No. No, we can't. Well, this doesn't look good. Yes, because if any... This is how we save footage for 24 hours to 48 hours. Anything better, it, it's going to... We're five minutes of video footage. <laughs> And then we the have tapes nothing. go away. The, the DVRs clear we out. We can't have a close-up on every car in the structure. It, it's impossible. So that's why this episode of Barry, the detective's like, that's, that's not that's a thing. That's not a thing. So, I love Barry. Yeah, Barry's a great show. Man, one of the better things that HBO has put out in a while. Bill Hader, he is... Henry Winkler. Henry... By the way, okay. Well, for Hader, I was, I was... I love Bill Hader. Me too. Um, it's great. He's not super convincing as a man who can shoot a weapon. No. But... That's fine. I can no, I can make that leap. Sure. Steven Root's great. All that yeah, stuff. Always. Cast is killing it. Yeah. But we need to talk about Henry Rink- Henry Winkler because he might be a, a national treasure that no one talks about enough. One hundred percent. I tweeted it out after maybe the second episode or third episode of mm-hmm. Barry that this is Henry Winkler's Henry Winkler Hen- Henry Winkler Henry Winkler's finest comedic performance. Yeah. In in a career that is filled with great comedic. I mean, Arrested Development alone is yes. Blah blah blah. Well, that's, no, that's, that's, Scott the, that's Scott Payo's replacement. <laughs> um, probably won't be on the new episodes of Arrested Development. But yes, uh, yes, but the family lawyer. Yes, it's like, yeah. Oh, the best stuff. But yeah, this stuff in Barry, because it's a... He it's, is playing very inside baseball when it comes to Hollywood. Inside baseball. Oh, gosh, the acting class thing. When they give him a round of applause when he enters. It's, he's here, he's here. here. Like, uh, it's that... Cousineau. Cousineau. When he goes into that audition, he goes, I'm going to give it to you in two ways. <laughs> that's the One. best thing. Get out of this line. It, I mean, he, it's, it's so thing. good, and the fact that that you that your acting coach still goes on auditions yeah. is the best part. Because when yeah. I was when I went to New York, right, this guy he was in Saturday Night Fever, and I forget what his name. I think his name was, I don't want to give him away here, but I believe his last his first name was Bruce. Okay, and I can't remember his last name. That's how right. good the acting class was. Sure, but there was this open call for like Italian people to come in for a mobster kind of a thing. You're like, that's a me. That's a me. That's yeah. a me. I saw it in backstage. I yeah. went, there's probably like 500 people there. Right. And he had to come in and give like a fake Italian accent, a New York accent, whatever. I got a right. call back. Nothing ever came of it. He was in line that same day. Really? And he was kind of like really trying to ignore me in the whole situation. Oh, that'd be awkward. Right. Uh, Do you remember like an elementary school where you'd see your teacher out at the supermarket? My mother was a teacher, dude. Oh, that's awkward. It's so weird. When we would see kids from her class, they would be so they'd be so yeah. nervous. They'd like run away. That's Mrs. Makuga. Yeah, what's she doing here? Mom, she doesn't have a life. Mrs. Makuga eats yeah. food when she's not teaching Creepy. us. Yeah, my I, eighth grade math teacher was in our church. I couldn't look oh, at him. Oh, you can't do that. No. Stuff. So I, I so yeah, I imagine. But so I, I imagine it's got to be the same when like your acting coach is also up for a one line role. On an HBO show. And not show. that, you know, you can't coach if you don't have an Oscar or something no. like that. I, I'm not saying that, sure. but I'm sure that's going to be a little, yeah. a little awkward. I mean, Brad Pitt isn't like has an acting well, school. Yeah, here's what I would I mean, think. He's not the greatest actor in the world, no, but I still no. really think he's a good actor. I think he's great. I love Brad Pitt. He's great at love eating on camera. Oh, he's the best. Ocean's yeah. 11, 12, 13. Um, I would worry in that situation that my acting coach had mm-hmm. given me false information on how to nail auditions. Mm, like, are you trying saboteur. to get this for yourself? Saboteur, you know, point at the camera and say, uh, I got this. They love confidence. And huh. then you do that and you get cut. I don't yeah. know. I've never been on a <laughs> really a real, I've been on like two auditions. Really? Yeah. I'm not much of an actor. Okay. I've been on one and I got set it up, set a friend back home. A guy named Dave Congleton wrote a screenplay that got, it actually got made in the movie. Kaylee, uh, what's her name? Kaylee Cow Cow Cuckoo. 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 Yeah, Cuckoo. Cuckoo. 
not going to work here anymore. <laughs> she, uh, she and Chris Klein were in this movie. It's about a writer's group <laughs> and what happens when one of them gets a book published and they tear each other apart. It's like uh, a Christopher Guest-style movie. Yeah, that's awesome. And so he was, he was great. He was in his 50s, sold his first script. He's a radio host up in my hometown. Nice. Uh, what's up, Dave Congleton? And so he got me the audition. Awesome. And I was going to be in a scene with Ileana Douglas, huh. and it was like, it was like fate of complete. It was like I was yeah. going to walk in. And then I nailed the audition. Nice. It was the most awkward thing I've, I've ever, I don't know how you actors do it. It's, um, I, I don't love auditions. Yeah. I, I will say this. My friend went and she sat with a commercial uh, right. casting director. Yeah, for a day, just because she wanted to get it. And it's it, the guy was one of her friends, and he was like, "This oh, I hate when this kid." They're going like, "Hey, how's your day? You guys having fun? Isn't this great? I'm so excited for this audition." He's like, "Just shut the fuck up." Yeah, walk in. Mm. You know, hey, how are you guys? Great. Uh, yeah, you know, Josh Makuga, mm-hmm. do your thing. Yeah. You know, do your sides. And then do the audition. Right. And then if they're like, hey, thanks. We're like, no, thank you. And they're like, uh, you know, I would love to try that again if that'd be cool with you guys. If not, great. Great. Done. Done. That's it. Low key. Don't come in and like set your bag down and be like, oh, excuse me. Hey, can I, did you mind? Okay. I know that, that you were like, but I was yeah. thinking about maybe taking it in a different, they don't want it in a they different direction. They have, they are the casting director. It's a, Yeah. And you, you, they are there from 10 to six. Yeah. You are five minutes of their day, so you better not make their day worse. Get in, get out. Get in, get out. Act and like and a lot of people, before. and a, I guarantee you, because I th- one of the yeah. acting classes I took, like, hey, when you go in, make sure they know who you are. Be like, hey, what's up, guys? I'm Josh McCuga, and I'm here for a girl who eats soup. Yeah. No. You wouldn't get that role no, either. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm annoyed by those people. Can Yeah, yeah. When you go into an audition space and, and okay. people start talking to each other. Like a second level walk-up office in North uh, Hollywood. Correct. Right. And you go into an office and, and mm. people are talking like, hey, you, you want to like run lines together? No, no. I don't want to run lines with you. I don't know you. I don't really want to know you. Yeah. We're competing for something. I'm a competitor at the Be end prepared. of the day. Yeah. I also want to go into this thing and not be like, oh, God, this dude is so fucking annoying. Hey, guys, I'm Josh McCuga right. uh, reading oh. for Mikey, adult Mikey in a Life Serial commercial. Right. No, no, you got to be prepared. You got to have yeah. your, you got you got to have your stuff together. I that I get. Yeah, I've watched uh, I've watched like, a Grace study for stuff, and it's like it's oh the approach the professionalism starts days before you get in that audition. One hundred percent. Yeah, and you and you I mean you never saw Alex Rodriguez right. in the batter's circle on deck and Jeter's up there going like so what do you think you're gonna do up there? You're gonna swing the bat or uh, like you're gonna maybe you're gonna bunt? You want to hey, score a run or something? Bunt. Yeah. It's like hey man, if I'm out there on second, look for me yeah. because I'm gonna want to turn. Yeah. You wanna you wanna run lines? Yeah. No. I don't. I don't. Ken. I don't want that. Uh, postscript uh, on that movie. Yes. Um, the producers changed. And uh, they redid all the casting, and I was oh, not in the movie. No, yeah. Ken. Sorry. Man. It's okay. Ileana Douglas uh, had an amazing story arc on the Larry Sanders show. Yeah. Do you remember that? That I her storyline? I do. I do. Uh, I'm not in full arc. detail. I only watched uh, that stuff like once through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he had the he had probably my the most famous line in the show to Ileana Douglas, yeah. which was because she was a terrible guest on the show, but he was dating her at the time. Okay. The you know Larry yeah, Sanders was Larry dating Eliana Douglas, and she was coming on the show, and he was trying to coach her into um, because she was just Better terrible, guess. yeah, just terrible on the. Her stories were bad. It was just not entertaining. She wasn't funny. Right. She you know whatever. And they got in this fight, and she's like, "Why are you like this?" And he's like, "I'm a talk show host. I'm fucked up." <laughs> it's such like a, a, a like such a signature. A, it's that's Larry Sanders. That's Larry Sanders. Yeah, it's really uh, well done. Be, we've talked about it before. Being a guest on a show, it's it's it's, it's, it's an hard. Art. It's an art. Being 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 on any kind of show, being mm-hmm. a pundit is an art. Mm-hmm. It's a character. You yes. gotta play your you're you're not playing you. Now mm-hmm. podcasting's not about you. No. It's about a fake you. You have to but, entertain. But that Ken. but that's honest. Does that make sense? One hundred percent. A fake you that's honest. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna give you every single detail. No. Because I gotta have something private in my life. Oh, oh, is that a, is that how some people <laughs> approach things? Okay. But you also have to you have to put a hat on, Ken. Gotta, yes, a gotta, mask. You got to put on the mask. Yeah, you got to entertain. I feel, and you got to see it a lot at, uh, between the sheets, Josh McCuga's show, mm-hmm. um, which was some great talk show stuff, man. And I'm glad you still you still got it yeah, going. Absolutely. Um, and if you guys are haven't checked out the Josh McCuga show on YouTube, eh, you know, give it a, give it a whirl. <laughs> I feel give like I'm a, being a guest now on, on the you, Netflix. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. uh, we go. Tell us about that moment, yeah. Josh, when you were depressed. <laughs> no, no. But I, you've seen a lot of people come in who 
are talented people, friends Super of talented. friends of ours. Yes, and they're just thuds when they hit the floor of, really of a tough. talk show. Yeah, it's a skill. It really is. You gotta you gotta be able to be good at mm-hmm. conversing whilst entertaining. Yeah, uh, it can't just be you talking about something and not giving me anything. Yeah. It's a give and a take. It's that's, I mean, that's the beautiful thing about a, a relationship. I think too is, is have you ever been to a restaurant? I'm sure you have. Oh, I've been to restaurants. <laughs> See where I stopped there. Uh, been to a restaurant and seen a couple sitting there silent. Yeah. Yeah. For like an extended period of time. Like, an, like we're not talking just waiting like, for apps to show no, up. Just looking the around. Almost entire dinner is silent. Silent. I have. I've I'd rather eat that. alone. I've experienced that. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I know what you mean. So you're saying that's what it is. Th- and that's what I think a lot of this is, is you can, you don't... Uh, in, when you're doing stand-up, a lot mm. of stand-ups that have weathered have been like, embrace the silence, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're talking with somebody or you're on a talk show or a podcast Pocket, or a pundit yeah. or anything that we do, the silence is the killer. It can be, it's, yeah. It's an awful it, fart in an elevator. It... <laughs> Really bad, Ken. It's like going to Vegas for when a wrestling convention. I, when, I, when I was in Vegas last week, I'm waiting with an 87-year-old wrestler. Gee. He's wrestled he in the 50s. Wrestling? He still No, no. Yeah. He's he wrestling in the 50s. We're waiting. We're talking in the lobby. Very fr- He was like a, an 87-year-old Makuka. He's like, okay. hi, who are you? Yeah. What are you here for? We <laughs> ju- a guy, the elevator, ding, I'm on the fifth floor. The guy, elevator opens up. It's just one guy. Okay. And he walks out and he goes, I'd wait for the next elevator. Whoever was in there before me did something bad. <laughs> and he disappears. <laughs> and me and the 87-year-old guy look at each other, and then we look at the open elevator, and we both kind of go, screw it. And we walk in. I, I blame the guy. Yeah. I blame, I, I think it was the guy. Oh, yeah. it, well, he's trying, to, he's trying to play that angle of like, you know, there's oh, some jagoff walking yeah. around farting in elevators. I don't know who it is. Got him. You got, got him. him. I escaped that one. <laughs> Yeah, so farts in the elevators, guests on yes. talk shows, it's all yeah, the same. But I did, I did survive Vegas, though. Good. How, yeah, we, explain this thing to me. Okay, Vegas? Well, no. Sure. <laughs> uh, Bugsy Malone started building this thing. Is it Bugsy Malone? I don't know. Bugsy Siegel, you're Bugsy, close enough. Bugsy Malone is yeah. Alicia Malone's nickname Correct. that he gave her yes. in one of the shows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, what do you need to know? No, so, because you posted a picture, and it kind of looked like you were in, like, the grand ballroom of a Hilton with a ring in it. Yeah. Okay. Essentially, it wasn't okay. that a hill. I wish it was a Hilton. Got it. It's the Gold Coast Casino okay. in Las Vegas. Is that an old Vegas? No, uh, it's you know where the Rio is. It's in Phoenix. It's in it's in uh, Tucson, Arizona. Uh, you know where Rio, the Rio is. Yes. You know where the Palms is. Yes. All right. So between them is the Gold Coast Casino. Ah, got it. Um, <laughs> so you know Rihanna yeah. and you know Beyonce. In between them is a sandwich. Mm-hmm. No, okay. So that's Gold accurate. Coast. Man, got, good got way it. to say it. Got it. Um, but I've been to Gold Coast. This is my fifth straight year. So okay. they host this event called the Cauliflower Alley Reunion. And the Cauliflower Alley Club is a old fraternity of former wrestlers, Hollywood actors like Humphrey Bogart and Clark Gable were in it early on. Get out of town. Stuntmen. Okay. Um, all that kind of stuff. Got Mike Mazursky is the guy's name. I believe I'm saying that right. He's an old school wrestler. Stuntman was in all that. So every year they'd get together okay. and they'd honor wrestling's past. But also eventually it was like a help order. As you know, wrestlers, they don't have their own medical. Not a lot of them, you make enough money to get your own medical, but they're independent sure. contractors. You don't work as an employee for the WWE as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. You work as an independent contractor who does sign a deal. It's complicated. It's, it's controversial in some circles. Got it. Um, they're not in unions, all that kind of stuff. So a lot of, a lot of these guys that the industry was built on in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, into the mid-90s, didn't have a lot of money, mm-hmm. uh, hurt themselves, developed addictions, problems, and as you know, wrestlers don't live long. No. Right? So a lot of them, the, the cauliflower... Except an 87-year-old guy. Yeah, except the 87-year-old guy. He's like, I worked in the 50s. Um, <laughs> so and he was a sweetheart. Um, but anyways, long story short, they... So the group kind of is a nonprofit, and wrestlers will come to them. Hey, I'm crunching Josh McCuga. I wrestled in '62 in Austin, Texas. Is that and my I, wrestler yeah, name? Crunching Josh McCuga. I don't know the. Yeah. <laughs> What's it? He's just crunching on cereal. He's crunching. Yeah. Is that a granola bar in his mouth? Yeah. Ah, he hasn't had teeth because all he does is crunch. <laughs> I want someone to draw the picture of crunching Josh McCuga. Please. Um, Please. So. You would, you know, say 62 to 69, you wrestled, and mm-hmm. here it is, 1984, and you're like, 
I need a liver transplant because mm. uh, I jumped into ring posts all and hurt my liver. For, right. So they will review <laughs> and your case. Help my, help my liver. I chugged right. wine and vodka. Yeah, exactly. And to, to, to survive the pain. Correct. They'll review your case and then they'll like offer you. You'll get a check or you'll get money. They'll help you. No questions asked oh, after shit. that point, after the vetting is uh, gone on. And so every that's year nice. it's like a fundraiser, but okay. it's. I call it a convention because that's what people – we have a, like a nostalgia room where you can sell merchandise to look at old pictures. Cool. It's not like a Comic-Con. It's like – and there's seminars, but it's not like, like that. So it used to be at the Sportsman's Lodge in oh, Studio City every I year. I love the Sportsman's Up Lodge. Up until the mid-90s, I believe. Okay. And then it moved and eventually went to Vegas. Mm-hmm. So it's a big group, um, and now then they opened it to the public. It used to be – like you, it didn't matter if Crunch and Josh Bakuga was in wrestling. You had to be sponsored in mm-hmm. by Leap like and Leap and Leo Kruger or something uh. like that. Leo Kruger was an actual wrestler just working God, for yeah. a while. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, Leap and Leo, God. you know, be like, hey, uh, I know Crunch and Josh Bakuga. He's good. Let's get him in. Then you'd be in the club. Now, thirty um, bucks gets you a membership. Gotcha. But um, fans are there. But it's a weird. So it, there's this weird thing because WWE guys there. Uh. And it's still kind of, they have to, the banquet. There's two banquets, hmm. so I'm there for four days. There's two wrestling shows, and what you saw was a wrestling show in, in the big banquet hall. Okay. They cleared out, and the next day there's banquets. Every night, every the two banquets Tuesday, this, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. There's these things. Uh, we have to remind you, please, no autographs in the banquet room. Please, <laughs> no autographs in the bank. We'll ask you to leave. Because um, that's the problem when you have fans come in. Like, it's like Ricky Steamboat will be there. Get Pat Patterson, Sean Michaels, Kevin Nash were there this Whoa. time. Steve Austin's been there. What? Uh, the Rock's mom's there every year. Shut and up. there's some fans that abuse the privilege. The uh, Mock? The Mock. The Mock. What was your wrestling name? Didn't you have like. Tex Tunney. Tex Tunney. I had two yeah. wrestling names. Okay. My first wrestling name was Van Demon. Van. And everyone <laughs> thought Demon, like. Demon, because yeah. that's what demons do. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was actually named after the U two song Van Demon, which is named after the British magistrate that sent uh, criminals to Australia. Uh-huh. So that was my deep cut wrestling name that didn't work out. Interesting. That Van one didn't work Demon. out. Van Demon. I, lo- I was I was trying to rhyme something. I was yeah. like, Ken, it's time for your nap song. Yeah, that, yeah. take a nap. <laughs> yeah. So years later, when I came back to the business, I was Tex Tony, the last yeah. scion of the great Southern promoters, and I had a faction called the Territory King. Got it. And that Got was a little it. better. Got it. A little Got better. It. Text Tony Lips. Almost as good as the as crushing. What was it? Crunching. Crunching, Josh. Crunching, Bukuga. Josh. Worst Bukuga. name ever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but but it's it's an interesting, it's it's wrestling is carny. It is yes. it is built on this carny yeah. behavior. So it is a weird industry. And I think wrestling's so popular since the eighties, and though it's waned, but you see it now and it's in geek culture. Yeah. Like, you know, we know a lot of friends who are like comedians who are like, hey, we got a wrestling podcast. And I love that. I love that. I'm not taking that away from anybody. I don't think any one of them, though, would last two seconds in a wrestling locker room, Mm -mm. let alone a ring, because it is a weird... A weird environment uh, and and a, a really tough environment and, and it's so cauliflower alley is more of that okay and cauliflower alley re- referencing the ear the ear yeah right. that's actually the logo and, and okay. the name of the monthly or the quarterly magazine is the ear because I watched that Andre the Giant um, HBO documentary yeah that was I, I think I've mentioned on the show before it sticks with me every day I think I legitimately think about it every day it's it was so powerful hmm. to me um, I like hearing that yeah. It was, it just, it was so powerful to me because it, it evoked a raw emotion that most sports documentaries would do for me, yeah. but because I'm not a, not a wrestling guy. You're not a guy, wrestling guy, yeah, uh, yeah. It, but it, it, it really was more about the love of the man, but yeah. there was this one part where they talked about how nobody, no cameras went in the locker room. Yeah. No cameras went where the, in the dressing room, whatever the case may be, right. unless they were like invited and there was a planned thing. Yeah. But no like, re- like, hey, let's talk to Andre the Giant, see how he's doing for us. None of that. No, 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 no. None of that. And there was this point where this guy, he was young, he ended up becoming Andre's best friend, but he didn't know. And he came through and you see Andre get up and be like, no cameras. And I was like, oh my God, look at that man. And and the the guy, Tim White, was in the wrestling business. Yes. And he later on became, he was a very famous WWE referee, but he's been behind and he still kind of works with them now. But that is an interesting, what you're picking up on is. That's not even like a fan. No. That is someone who is paid to be there. Right. And if you didn't have 
if you didn't have the permission to enter the locker room, you're in trouble. Right. Uh, in 2011, I went to something called Russell Reunion. It's a little convention that's out here in L.A. Okay. And we had been running for about a year, and there was a, 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 a locker room there. And again, it's a not official locker room, but sure. it's like a curtain. Right. And then there's the ring and the crowd <laughs> here. And all you, all you have to do yeah. is pass through the curtain, and there's okay. guys and gals changing back there. Um, and my friend Paul and our other friend, my other friend Dan, they've been in the business a long time. They were allowed to go in the locker room. Uh, I felt, uh, took a, no one told me, but I felt to myself, I was like, I haven't earned that trip back there. Right. Um, I've only, you know, I, I, I'm a lowly manager. 10,000 hours booker. to a certain right. extent. Yeah. Uh, another friend of mine, I won't say his name, was like, I'll, I'll beat you back there. And he walked back there and they had to pull him aside and they're like, you're, you're not supposed to be in here. Right. And wrestling has those old kind of codes. I love that. And though times change and wrestling is, it's, has a very dark side. And so right. I, I, I love the progress of it. Don't get me wrong. Um, there, it, it's 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 really interesting. What you're talking about is is the the keeping kayfabe and and, and thanks to the, I you know love what the Schmodown does bringing wrestling into trivia and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But I see that word you misused a lot. Yeah, people call like if you and I are on the Schmodown and we do our quote storyline, right? right? They're like, oh, I love the kayfabe part of it. That's not what kayfabe is. Right. That's the gimmick. That's right. the work. That's the program. Okay. Uh, Crunchin' Josh McCuga and Tex Tunney would work what's called a program over the course of three months. And if on the road, you and I were in the same car, that is breaking kayfabe. Got it. So you had to tell uh, the marks where that term comes from. Uh, it's a derogatory term at times, but I'm a mark, too. We're, it just means super fan at this, okay. this day and age. Anyways, long story short, uh, yeah, you, if you and I were at a Denny's at the same table and like fans walk in, We'd have to either start fighting or Uh, get up. And that's how it was in the old days. And so a lot of those old timers at this event I go to are like that. So you don't really, you got to be careful. A lot of them are friendly. They're not like they're a-holes. You have to be careful. You talk about the wrestling industry around them and be there. It's really, and that's where I think a lot of current fans wouldn't work Got They'd it. be shocked yeah. to see what's going on some of this stuff. Because they think it's all, yeah, but they take it seriously. I, I get my, it. One of my first wrestling shows, we, 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 me and the other owners and bookers and one of the stars uh, went to dinner afterwards at, at like a, at a deli or something. And there was two uh, green, green guys, the rookies. And we walk in the restaurant and the trainer, the head, the star of our main eventer turns around and goes, you guys sit in that booth. And they, they left him there and we went to the other part of the restaurant. And I went, what's going on? They're like, they haven't earned the right to sit at this table. They haven't been in business long enough. And I'm like, I wish stand-up comedy that's, had this. Well, there, that, I mean, <laughs> that's sort of like back in the day when they would all meet at Jerry's yeah. on Fairfax. And, you know, there are stories of guys that, you know, they would be at tables. And that's what I think what I'm, I'm dying up here yeah. does well. But I think now in comedy, and, and I was I would just finished that new Tiger Woods book by Armin Katayan. Oh, yeah. And talking about like certain inside things in golf, you yeah. know, with with clubhouse attendance and caddy uh, player silence of you know, really, yeah, kind of like oh. unspoken rules of you. Listen, the caddy, caddy doesn't privilege. say a word, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, com- I think comedy the same kind of way is you know you go in that back bar at the comedy store. It's that's just comics back there, <laughs> and you know, there's certain places you know at the improv. There's certain places like that upstairs at the com- at the Laugh Factory. Just yeah. comics hang out up there, and, and upstairs at the improv. Yeah, same thing upstairs at the improv. When we're out. Used to be. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, how you, I haven't been in the improv in a long time. Yeah, you couldn't go upstairs. No. Um, you got to be invited. Because we'll go to the comedy store nowadays, yep. hang out with our friend Mr. Ellis. Now, you and I, you still do, you're what I would call an active comedian. Sure. Whether or not you hit shows every weekend anymore is not the, the point. I'm not an active comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ellis will take us back to that bar. Sure. And I don't, I'll, I'll tell you now, I don't feel like I belong there. Really? I feel really weird. Interesting. Because we have to cut through the kitchen. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's the table that Robin was, Williams did a bunch of coke at. Right. You know, you walk right. through, and then Kinnison yeah. passed out here, yeah. and you go in the back, and I don't feel, I, I don't feel comfortable. Okay, because I don't feel like, hey, and that kept the right to be there. And sometimes, and I hope you don't take this offensively, but in, in offense, but offense, offense, mm-hmm. uh, is that I think more people should be like that. Yes, that hey, listen, maybe I haven't earned the right to be here, yeah. So maybe I shouldn't like. Yeah, I'll take it back to golf again. But if you can't hit from the back tees, don't go back there. <laughs> Just don't. You're you're slowing up the course. You're not yeah. good enough. I know myself. I could hit from the back tees, but I don't want to. Yeah, I, I'm, my game is fine. It's good enough, but I don't need to be from those back tees. That doesn't make right. golf more enjoyable for me. Yeah, you haven't been on this stage. You can't hang out where everybody else has earned the right to get a few free drinks. Yeah, right. They, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I know some people might take that the wrong way. We have a very uh, all access kind of approach to mm-hmm. pop culture right now. And I'm yeah. not talking about 
uh, to be clear about like uh, meet and greets or or fan meetups or even like, you know, uh, letting the curtain down a little bit. Wrestling's changed forever. And I think mostly for the better, like people, but I think people are too aware of the inside stuff, but Mm -hmm. that's separate. But yeah, there is just a base level respect for this type of, of, of thing. You know, we have worked hard to get where we are and I don't know you. Yeah. I don't know you. And so if like, listen, you want to take a picture? Great. Right. I'm not saying that we are on like a level of fame where that we're not. is not. No, 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 we're not. Yeah. Or, and I even think the people that are at a level of fame probably feel the same kind of way. Respect some privacy to a certain extent because we take this seriously. We'll bring, uh, say that. And it's like the wrestling thing, yeah. right? Um, um, my first go around in the locker rooms in 2001, I was treated horribly. Sure. I was ignored. I was bullied. Uh, I was ignored again, and I had to earn my spot. Yeah. Right. And even then, I I had a sponsor. My friend was the owner, like, and so right. I felt I che- was a little cheated a little there too. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I'll say this carefully because I don't want anyone listening thinking, oh, gee, I've been at a meet and greet and I've, have I pissed no, Ken off? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. But no. if I'm at the comedy store yeah. on the patio and I'm drinking with Bakuga, Ellis, and everything, you're there. We'll say hi. Yeah. We want you to say hi. We we'll hang out with you. We might even get a drink with you. We'll make that choice though. Yeah. And I've had some people who you kind of almost have to turn your back to them after a right. while and be like, uh, this this Personal you haven't earned space. this conversation. Personal space and that goes yeah. for anybody and everybody. Yeah. I think too. It's like yeah. personal space is very special to everybody. Right. And so, you know, when that, you're invading it at certain points. Yeah. And I think you would even say it to me, or I, I would say to you if we were at a point where like, yeah, you gotta give me some space. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? You need to give me some space. Yeah, hey, I love you, yeah. but I need a little bit of space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You put yeah. on the headphones. Yes. You're going to listen to some Journey. Correct. I don't know. That got, I think that conversation got too serious and too dark. <laughs> for the afternoons. And I, for the afternoons. But I feel, I, I feel it's been on my mind a lot sometimes. Like, I, talk, yeah. I was on the Wanger show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that episode's coming out, I think, even at the same time this episode, but it was available on their Patreon it's still page. still been on a Wanger show. Yeah, you're, you, 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 you haven't earned it. Yeah. Oh. You haven't earned it. Oh, okay. Um, cool. No, and I feel like sometimes I feel really bad when I'm working. Like at a schmodown or something like that. Like that's a job thing. Yeah. I mean, I love it. Yeah, I love doing it. But that's a job mm-hmm. thing. And then sometimes I think before the matches or something like I'm not as friendly. Yeah, because it's like I I, I I'm here to perform. Sometimes you have to get to work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's get to work. Yeah. yeah. Like you got you. Sometimes you need five minutes before you go out on camera or something. Yeah. You, because. You're doing a job. At the end of the day, you are doing yeah. a job, and you are trying to entertain. And if you exhaust yourself before, yeah, I saw. Yeah, well, in 2010, we got to work with Roddy Piper, and you know, everyone goes, he's a big deal. And he's he at the time when he was his latter Piper's years of his the life, funking. Yeah, best he too. was like an elder statesman. He'd yes. be like, ah, and he walked in that locker room, and it was like a big round of applause and just hushed respect, all that kind of stuff, right? And it's interesting when he walks into the locker mm-hmm. room. Uh, my friend Dan Farron has to come to the back door and go, guys, everyone, girls, turn around. Please welcome to the NPW locker room, Roddy Roddy Piper. And we all had, we clapped. And it wasn't like acting class, like forced no. clap. It was like respect Who's for 40 years in the yes. business or, or yeah. 40, more than 40 years. Right. And so it's a weird thing. But so everyone was around. Hey, Rod. Hey, Rod. Hey, Rod. Right. Hey, Rod. And then we had to go out to the match. And I remember at one point we were walking out and he goes, stop, stop. I need my moment. Yeah. And so he went off to the side of the, of this little gym in Chatsworth, California mm-hmm. And muttered to himself, worked his promo, and and we we had to leave him alone. Right. You know? And that's how it, that's I think you need. You need to do that. And when you're on the microphone, yeah. you are in a special place. Yeah. That's your special place. It doesn't matter if you're on a, holding a microphone in a ring, you're yeah. holding a microphone on a stage, you're talking to a microphone right now. Yeah. There's a respect. Respect. <laughs> right. Piper said, never let anyone else take a microphone from you. There you go. And uh, it was it was important. Piper, um, the best. Yeah, but anyways, I love that you love the Andre the Giant Duck. Yeah, man, because was... the, we went off on a tangent. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I I'm so familiar with the story that the doc didn't present anything new to me. To right. be blunt, but for you, JTE, who didn't know as much, I knew nothing. You affected you guys, and, yeah. I, and I love that. I, I love that. I was never a wrestling guy. It really did. It hit yeah. me on a really emotional level. Uh, Josh, uh, you have a confession, uh, but you want to make sure I don't judge you for it. Yeah, you know what, Ken? Don't judge me. It's don't judge me time here <laughs> on the afternoons. Yeah, uh, what do you want? Don't don't just stop judging me. It seems like every show you're continuously you. over there judging me. Have you earned it? I, I feel like I feel like this. I'm judging myself on this one, and okay. I need a little friend. I, need, I just need somebody patting my back. I'm okay? here for you. Last night, yeah. 
I don't know when this is going to air, but uh, Tuesday, Monday yeah. night, Monday May, night, two May days the seventh. Gotcha. Two okay. days ago, the Penguins lost to the Washington Capitals in the second round of the NHL playoffs in the sixth game of the series. We've won back-to-back Stanley Cups, so I'm a little bit spoiled. That um, elimination game, yeah? For elimination them? game. For them, we, yeah. The last, we played the Capitals 10 times in the NHL playoffs and beat them nine of those yeah. 10 times. We've gotcha. owned them. So they finally got around, and they beat us in this one. And i got to tell you, man, maybe it's after two straight Stanley Cup runs, or maybe I'm, mm-hmm. I'm getting to the point. I just I wasn't as heartbroken as I think I may have been a couple of years ago. Like you didn't throw anything? I didn't throw anything. I wasn't, I didn't scream. I didn't, like, I didn't lose sleep like I did in, in 2008. Yeah. You know, I didn't lose sleep like when the Steelers lost and Richard Mendenhall fumbled. Oh, yeah. I, this one isn't going to stick with me forever. And maybe it's some spoiled. Or maybe, like, don't judge me. And maybe, <laughs> maybe just right now. <laughs> The pe- like yeah. that that sports team that thing isn't as important to me, and maybe it yep. goes in ebbs and flows, and yep. maybe I knew that winning three straight Stanley Cups was basically going to be impossible, and maybe these guys look tired, and right. maybe I, I don't know, Ken, but don't judge me. Maybe is my fandom I, going down? Uh, no, no. Uh, you know, Josh, I'm not going to judge you. I'm going to be that shoulder you need. Thanks, man. You're going through the natural growth of of life. That's oh. what you is what's going Interesting. on. Interesting. Uh, I'm a diehard New York Yankee fan. I, this I know, as you know. All right. In 1995, they got eliminated from the ALDS, which was the first year of the five-game ALDS yeah. division series okay. against the Mariners. I remember. Um, hit down the line. I think Edgar Martinez hit a, da- a double down the line. Um, Griffey, someone scored. Doesn't matter. Jack McDowell was on the mound. I remember that. Um, I threw a glass through a window. Get the hell out of here. So angry. Stood up. <laughs> I was about 20, 19, 20 years old, right? Good Lord. Didn't necessarily break anything, just like threw up against it, though, you know? Okay. I say threw because it's yeah. dramatic. Right. Um, and I remember, like, oh, boy, that that took a turn. Right. I don't want to be that guy. Right. Now, the Yankees come back, and they win the World Series in 1996. Right. Foul ball uh, into uh, outside of third base. Charlie Hayes squeezes it. Wetlands on the mound. Yankees win the World Series. Okay. First one since 1978. Yep. I've been a fan since about 84, 85. I wept. Wept. Tears of joy. Mm-hmm. 97, we lose the Indians. 98, we win. 99, we win. 2000, we win. 2001, Diamondbacks. Yeah. Uh, we the 9-11 lose. year. 9-11 year. We lose. Luis Gonzalez, bloop single up the middle. Infield was in. Bad mistake. I was okay with it. Hmm. You're in a good spot, Josh. Yeah. It's not that you're grown up and maturing and can't like sports during that, but you have perspective. Yeah. The sun will rise again. Yeah. Take comfort in that. Okay. All right. You know what? Can I, I'm going to because I was almost like Amanda said, you, you don't seem too upset. I said, yeah. I, I know. Maybe I just maybe I saw this coming. Maybe I, I'm a little spoiled. I I, yeah. I, I maybe I, maybe just maybe caring so much yeah. is detrimental to emotional statuses. <laughs> is that for sports or just life in general? Maybe life in general. It could be. What I what I found what I found was especially in its absence to get older, but also as you're a fan and this specific to sports maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also think I can go to life where it's like. The Yankees get eliminated in 97. They win in 96. I was pissed off that whole offseason. 98 is one of the best teams, and we win again, and then we win again. And it's not – there's a little bit of spoiledness. Mm-hmm. I get that. Dolphins haven't won a Super Bowl right. in a long time. Yeah. Um, they lose a game or they have a 6-10 and 10 season. In a couple months, it's going to be the draft, and right. then and the season starts again. The sun always rises, and you just – you know you will survive this. Mm-hmm. A bad breakup, you know you will survive this. Mm-hmm. Health scare, hopefully, but you know you're going to fight it. Right. Financial problems, you can fight it. You will survive as long as you wake up and have the sun above you and you're above ground, mm-hmm. you're okay. And mm-hmm. I think that's what you're experiencing. I think so too, Ken. I think I, you know, maybe it was I just got back from an amazing vacation. Maybe I'm just like, I'm happily Ooh, married, man. Yeah. May, again, maybe it's, maybe I just, this, maybe this Stanley Cup run, maybe, maybe I just didn't see it. You didn't feel it? You didn't maybe. need it? Maybe I just don't hate Alexander Ovechkin as much as I do. That might be it. You know, maybe yeah. I just saw like, hey, these guys have have put it all on the line for two straight years. Right. Maybe give them a little bit of a break. Absolutely. Houston Astros limited the Yankees last year. Yeah. And I was like, good for them. Right. Good year for the Yanks. Better year for the Astros. I mean, listen, I'm still always going to not root for any team from Philadelphia. And it felt great beating them That's in the fair. first round of playoffs. That's fair. Because I know too many people from Philadelphia and it would have been a real pain in my ass. I am never going to root for the Patriots. Yeah. Never. Never. 
Yeah, I think I think you're in a good spot. Okay. No need. I will not judge you. Thanks, maybe yeah. someone out there. Maybe I'm sure people, somebody will. Some probably your family in Pittsburgh. Yeah, definitely. My brother's going to judge me for this one. Mm, good old Ben Makuga <laughs> has a right to judge you. He I is think. the most intense sports fan you will it's ever there. meet. It's, it's there. there, and maybe yeah. he'll get there one day too. Yeah. Uh, I saw Young Guns the other day. Again. Oh, again. It's such a good movie. It was the first time. So just just Young Guns, not two. Not two. Not two. Oh, we're going to get to two. Okay. I mean, on uh, uh, Grace and I. Okay. Her first time ever watching Young Guns. And? and on, on this show, we try to do the wisdom of Bad Boys 2 and the wisdom of Young Guns 2. But that can also include Bad Boys and Young Guns. And yeah, because they're both. Without Bad Boys and Young Guns, we don't have Bad Boys 2 or Young Guns 2. Little worry. Because she had joked about it before, about because I, I love those movies. And she was like. I don't think she really understood what it was. And then she saw somehow a clip, a meme, a gif. I don't know what it was. Charlie Sheen from Young Guns going, Buenos Dias, shitheads. Right. She thought it was the funniest thing. I'm like, you got to watch Young Guns with me. <laughs> now you do. So we put it on. It starts. And she's like, oh, this is from the opening credits. Oh, I don't know about this. I don't know. But this is what is this? Just what going is, in there doubting. Oh, this is silly. This is silliness. And like early on when they're still with John Tunstall in the beginning of the movie, she's like, so is this one of those things that's like it's supposed to be so bad? It's so bad that it's good, like The Room, when I was like, um, no. no. This is a no. legitimate great movie. Yeah. And I said Young Guns 2 is a great film. Yes. All right? So I was nervous. I'm like, oh, this is going to be bad. Uh-huh. This is going to be bad. And then all of a sudden, they're out on the trail. Lou Diamond Phillips is Chavez E. Chavez, goes out to the snow, picks up some rocks. She's like, what's he doing? What's he doing? Watch. And I said, get ready. For the greatest sequence in the history of film. She was like, oh, she kind of rolls her eyes. Like, I don't know about this. You know, she's checking the phone and all stuff. Uh, I get girl it. Stuff. Uh, distracted human mm-hmm, stuff, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. And so the peyote, a uh, peyote, peyote, peyote? Yeah. Peyote scene. Um, the drug scene. Yeah. Uh, it starts, uh, and they're all in the peyote. And uh, am I saying it right? Yeah, peyote. Peyote. Yeah. Wow. You're there. I'm a square. No. Um, they're all on the on it there, and they're taking the sips, and Lou Diamond Phillips has got the face paint on, and she's like, what is happening? I was like, just let this happen. Yeah. Oh, I'm her butterfly. You guys see the size of that chicken? And she, she's, what is happening? And then Casey Zemesco stands up on the cliff as Charlie Boundary holds his arms out and barfs. And that was the greatest moment in her life ever, I think. I swear it. She's not here to defend herself, but I think that was the case. She couldn't stop laughing. She's like, that's the greatest thing ever. And then Kiefer Sutherland's like, I'm all over. She's my border. Regulators! Dog! Dog, did you see that chicken? And, she, and then they go through the, the, the Native American camp and, yeah. and, and, and the, we're in the spirit world, asshole. And she's like, that's the greatest. Then she liked, Then she got to the end. She see? goes, the end was actually pretty tense and it was good. Now, now you've gotten introduced to Young Guns, too. I told her, so next up is Young Guns, too. But yeah. Young Guns, has, I think, grabbed another soul. Might not be your favorite movie ever. So maybe next we'll work. Done on, your work, Ken. We've done my work. Done your done work. work. I want to thank the uh, cast and crew of Young Guns. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I'm so, proud of you. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Well, I think uh, we're coming to the end of the yeah. show here, Josh. Uh, pretty good about it. As everyone else heads to their weekend mm-hmm. and the rest of their week, uh, do you have any kind of thoughts or final points of wisdom for them? I, I will say this. Um, I think that it's really important right mm-hmm. now that everybody... I know I know this sounds really pompous, but it's really important that you take a little bit of time for yourself every now and then. Yeah. Cause this this vacation really puts some things in perspective about what's important in my life. Right. Uh and what's you know, it's important to spend time with your loved ones, but it's also important to sometimes just relax. And I, and I I have a huge problem with relaxing. I'm not good at it. I know you're not very good at it. Nope. I know nope. I know my wife is not very good. I know a lot of friends that are not very good at relaxing. Yeah. Um, I think it's really really important to sometimes just sit and read a book or sit mm. and just look into something. Go and like go and look at a view. Go and look at a body of water. Whatever the case may be, just take a little bit of time to relax. I'm not saying meditate. I'm not mm. saying think. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm saying legitimately. Relax. Turn off your mind and Turn float downstream, man. Dude, Ken, I, this is the first relaxed like mm. state I've been in in a while, and it just felt amazing, man. You just are in a different spot today. I am. The, this Makuga <laughs> that I'm seeing here, standing in my studio here. That Give me another week. Studios, 
Yeah, give you another week, but you got to go back to that spot. You know, Happy yeah. Gilmore, go to your happy place. Yeah. All right, some people's happy place is, is uh, 26-year-old Julie Bowen in lingerie uh-huh. while uh, Carl Weathers is in his, in his chopped off hand uh, mm-hmm. say things to you. Pictures of beer. Pictures of beer. Midget on a <laughs> throne coins. Yeah. Um, you got to go back to that happy place. Yeah, sometimes you just need your happy place. A come. prepaid trip to Cabo mm-hmm. with some uh, veterans of our fine military. Yes. Uh, that's where Makuga needs to lock in his happiness. Mm-hmm. I do. And return I to do. it. And I think that's some sage advice as we close here today in the Thanks. afternoons. Take time to relax. Take time with a wounded hand because it likes to heal. Stone Temple Pilots. <laughs> Love it. Uh, what do we Love say here, Ken, on the afternoons? It may not be the afternoon while you're listening, but it's always the afternoon. I Wait, think, is that? I think that's it. Is it? No. No. It may not be the afternoon right now, but yeah. while you're listening, it's always the afternoon. I, I, I think that's it. Is it? Someone make a t-shirt of it <laughs> and let us know. Our failed attempts at a slogan. Uh, that is it for now. The Afternoons with Josh Ken here on the Napsack Files podcast feed. You can subscribe. You can go to Josh McCuga Show on YouTube. Follow him at Josh McCuga. Me at Cat Napsack. Go to the Patreon page. Do all the things you need to do, but above all, relax. Hey, Josh. Have a nice afternoon. You as well, Ken. See you guys next time.